And we're back for another episode of Cinematics. This is episode Cinematics episode 151 of I am joined by my betters, Bruce Perky and Eric Holmes, co-hosts from Find Your Film. They're back here for as as per usual the last several months. They do the first two weeks of every month for Cinematics. Give give us sort of a preview for the first two weeks of what movies we should see as cinephiles regarding the Cinematics community. Hello, Bruce and Eric. Are, by the way, Bruce, are you okay with the... Have you heard any of the uh, nice compliments I've always I've levied at both you and Bruce over the last couple of months with you during our talks? Do you like enjoy that? Yeah, I, I've heard how you compliment what? us when we're <laughs> not there. I've heard I've heard a- Anderson say, "What did he say?" Um, that my uh, taste was suspect. I think that's something on that. Your taste like is sus. Eric is Bruce Perky's taste is it suspect as well or and are you okay with all the nice things i i'm telling you i say so many nice things about you eric holmes did you, did I, you know this i i would actually i would actually agree with uh anderson because bruce his taste is suspiciously great <laughs> most of the time it's suspicious. <laughs> except for don't look up he's way off on that other than that it's pretty much spot on he doesn't it's- like it because i like puppet movies like annette i think that's his only problem he's just like he hasn't he hasn't embraced the puppet in the world yet and and musicals he just has no joy or song in his heart he just wants anger and and that kind of stuff and horses we know he wants horses oh right this is a this is a reference to war horse another cheap shot joke from about steven spielberg bruce perky one of the steven spielberg steven spielie jokes regarding anderson cowan going to end just wanted to say that anderson cowan regarding he's not a song and dance man he doesn't sing or you know he doesn't have a song in his heart no he's a he's a song and dance man one of his favorite movies last year was was west side story did you know that's eric holmes directed by who who Eric Holmes? Who was who was uh, it was uh, 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 by, by David Fincher, I think. David Fincher. David, stop, stop trying David to give Fincher's Anderson the West benefit Side of the doubt. No, West Side Story directed by the great, by, by the way, the, the great Steven Pauly Spielberg. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. No, directed Pauly Shore. by Polly Shore. I West Side Story directed by it. Steven Spielberg, who I believe, I think Bruce Perky said this. He and I said this over a drink of, I think, uh, a glass of milk. I think Bruce Perky said, uh, in my monument, uh, my Mount Rushmore monuments, I, Steven Spielberg would be the first in that. Is that Rushmore filmmakers? What do you think, Bruce? Is, is Steven Spielberg right up there? Um, with the- by milk, you mean absinthe. I think we were having absinthe <laughs> together. That's what you always have. And every time I'm with with Greg, he's like, "Get out the green fairy." Oh, oh, bleep, bleep me. Don't worry, ah. don't worry. I bleeped you. I bleeped you, Bruce. Don't worry. That is the only because you swore right now. By the way, Bruce Perky swore on cinematics. Something Anderson and I. I think Anderson's only sworn, cursed in mistake in the last five six years, maybe four or five times. Bruce, you've done it, and you even did that before Eric. Eric's always been good about swearing, but I will edit that. I'm, you're going to be a big Bruce. You're going to be a big bleep on this episode regarding cinematics. Now, for cinematics episode 151, our mission first two weeks of this month. This month being May, but before before we get to that, we want to tell you guys, listeners, some movies. Each of us will do a, like a r- little bit of a round robin, round roundabout thing, where each of us will give one movie that you guys should definitely check out or that we really loved within the last 30 days. Let's start off with you, Eric Holmes. What's that one movie that you want our cinematics brethren to catch or or give a shot to? Um, I'm going to have to go with You Won't Be Alone. That one's that's one that really- No, no, no. I am alone, Eric. What are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a 50-year-old podcaster. I live with my mommy in a, in a big house over in Calabasas, and I cry myself to sleep at night. Don't say I won't be alone. I am alone. What are you talking yeah, about? But, yeah, but you won't be alone when you watch this movie. Uh, mm. it, it, it's a very, uh, very similar to tree of life. It's got that kind of narrative to it. And it just kind of, just kind of stuck with me. And I really like this one. And 
Eric's being a little bit oblique about this. You won't be alone, understandably so, because we're doing quick recommendations on this. This stars Numi Rapace in it. It's Eric, would you consider You Won't Be Alone, co-starring Numi Rapace, would you consider it a horror movie or more of a philosophical drama? Maybe a little bit of both. I mean, it definitely has horror elements. It's, I mean, it, it's a it's a witch that jumps to different bodies to try to experience uh, what it's like to be human, and so it's got a lot to say about us as a humanity and as a culture oh, and as non witches. And maybe at some point, I will be able to jump from body to body to different witches, and then I too will know what it's like to be a real witch. I, but that's not I what that movie is about. It's about the other way around. <laughs> it's a witch learning about humans. Yes. But within that, we get to look deep inside of ourselves and what it's like to be us. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. interesting, sometimes not, but the movie's pretty, pretty sweet. The movie is pretty sweet. Bruce Perky, do you agree with his assessment that the movie, You Won't Be Alone, it's a pretty <laughs> sweet film? What do you say to that, buddy? Um, It was fine <laughs> it was a tree of life with a freddy krueger witch but yeah that's about all that's about that's all, about all. what be, more be... could you ask for in a movie i know i, have I was the, watching you know, i remember watching magical. tree of life and i'm like i love terrence malick but he does not have enough freddy krueger in his movies you need to bump that freddy krueger number you need to get those freddy krueger numbers up I have a magical talent of selling movies that I didn't like as much more than I can sell the movies I liked. <laughs> People are like, damn, I want to see that movie now. So there you go. Whatever. Bruce, your taste in movies is pretty suspect. It is. I've say. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So again, that is You Won't Be Alone. Track this down. This is Eric Holmes. This is his recommendation from the past month. I actually love this movie as well. Bruce, again, not so much. We'd love to hear what you guys think about You Won't Be Alone. I'm just going to, before we get to you, Bruce, I'm just going to quickly say my movie from the last 30 days and how I am barely on speaking terms with Anderson Cowan after this experience. I, I actually cried tears, like actual tears during one of our Find Your Film podcasts talking about how much I love Petite Maman and Anderson saw it that, that night. And the next morning we did a, I think we did a Patreon episode or we did a cinematics episode. And even though he recommends it, he'd give it three and a half stars. It was like, huh. Eh. Good craftsmanship just didn't really stick with him. But I would say Petite Maman, the story of a young girl who is suffering the loss of her grandmother and amidst this trauma, she finds another girl, stranger out in the forest. And it's about her friendship with that stranger in the forest. It's a French film, Petite Maman, directed by Celine Siama, the director behind Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Amazing, amazing film. That movie, Petite Maman, gets five stars for me. Eric Holmes, it's a five-star banging for you, correct? For sure. I Bush. love Petite Maman. Uh, and Bruce Perky, five-star banger for you as well. Petite Maman. Yep. 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 Five-star bangers for all three of us. Tell us, Cinematics listeners, if you, you know, look, Petite Maman, this weekend, if it's playing in your local city, in your theater, here's another thing. It's only 72 minutes. So you can just watch it, enjoy it. You'll be done in 72 minutes. Very, very interesting movie. It's, it's going to come out. You know, it was actually in contention last year as far as the awards campaign, but this is one of my, it was released this year. It's one of my favorite movies this year. It might be a top five for me. That's my recommendation for this month, for the last 30 days. Bruce, what is your one pick for people, Cinemax listeners to watch? To, to check uh, out? My pick is, I would pick everything everywhere, but everyone knows about that. So yeah. we want to highlight things that people aren't aware of. And you guys have both picked some really interesting choices that I bet you a lot of people haven't heard of. And 
would be interested in checking out. Uh, I'm going to add to that list another one that I think we all enjoyed to varying degrees, and that was um, Paris District 13, yes. uh, which oh. is on paper, again, one of the most artsy-fartsy kind of movies you can get. It's black and white. It's French. It's you know about love and passion and, and relationships and all that stuff. But it Intersecting is lives, which could be pretentious. Lives, yeah. But I think it's just... Um, and you have it by a, a director that's kind of a renowned director, but uh, it has a kind of energy um, and a kind of uh, surprising paths that it takes. And I think this is um, this is a love story that seems modern to me. Now I'm an old dude that's not modern, so maybe I'm off base. But it feels it feels like the kind of things that should be happening now, and not like a throwback. Uh, it's it's really really good. Yes, I second that emotion. Paris 13th District must see, again, on a base level. If you just want to see a really cool-looking black-and-white movie, you got it. Paris 13th District. You're a cinephile. If you, if you appreciate the movies of Jacques Arriard, I believe, he's the mm-hmm. director of Un Prophet and also Sisters Brothers. And I believe this movie called Rust and Bone, I believe. I'm not looking at IMDb, but very interesting filmmaker. This feel this feel like most his most personal film out of all of his body of work. It's very and it's re- about relationships, but it is not a soapy kind of movie. It's not saccharine. It's ve- like Bruce said, it's very in the now, very real, very passionate. Bruce and I have been talking about Paris 13th District. And what's interesting is we each only had one choice to give out of all three of us over at the Find Your Film crew. Who was the one, Bruce? That It was Eric who was the most passionate about Paris 13th District. So what made you? what makes you come back to this movie time and time again? Eric, I know if the Blu-ray comes out or if you, you might even get it on digital, what is what speaks to you about this movie? Greg, I'm only going to buy it on 35 millimeter film stock. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, fair, fair. Uh, um, yeah, the, the, this movie is a really good love story that kind of uh, takes relationships and just takes a really honest look at them. Uh, you know, some good, some bad. You know, there's some tropey stuff, but the tropey stuff is stuff that usually happens in real life. And then the stuff that doesn't happen in real life, they kind of jettison that tropey stuff. And it's, uh, I I just, I believe when we covered it, I compared it with uh, a real, uh, like a really good episode of Paris Je Tame, a uh, very good uh, segment of Paris Je Tame, yeah. and kind of uh, expanded on it and really dug deep into the uh, relationships between the characters. And yeah, this is a really good one. And was, any t- anytime you can find a good uh, chick flick that just nails it, I'm on board. I will say this Paris 13th district. I, I don't think I've seen it twice. I think you might've seen it twice, Eric. I don't know, but I have a feeling, I don't know if you guys agree with, this, with me on this. It might be even a better watch the second time around just mm-hmm. because Right. Yeah. It just feels like one of those movies. Once you get the lay of the land, it's a very, Oh, also this movie's pretty explicit. So FYI. Yeah. When, when, uh, when Eric says chick flick, I mean, that's a trope genre thing, but this goes really deep as far as sexuality and relationships and mores and all that stuff. So very oh, chick, interesting. Chick flicks, not necessarily a bad thing. No, not, not, no. The way you mentioned chick flick is not a pejorative. Some people mention it as a pejorative, like it's some kind of romantic fluffy comedy. No, this is, this is this elevates that chick flick genre. So this is a five. And it's not elevated chick flick. It's just chick flick. It's just, just like not elevated horror, just horror. Okay. Not elevated chick flick. It's just chick flick. It's just a good one. Don't you ever correct me again, Eric Holmes. <laughs> How dare you? We dare to, to actually. You uh, forgot to add a comma in that last sentence you said. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Now we're gonna... <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. So now we are done with our recommendations. We are going to the first week this week, the week of May 6th. We've actually covered a couple of these movies on our, our other podcast, find your film, by the way, find your film, our podcast that we also do. And what we're doing with cinematics, I'm actually going to put these podcasts. I'm going to, after all these years, Anderson and I started this in 2015. I am actually hoping that all four of us we're going to pop off on this movie site called Find Your Films. Findyourfilms.com will house the podcast episodes of both Cinematics and Find Your Film, but then we're going to actually generate movie store, movie uh, interviews, movie reviews, spoilers. We're going to have this thing called an archive library where you can just, there's going to be a lot of things going on with the site. Go to findyourfilms.com to support me, Bruce Perky, Eric Holmes, and our captain, my captain, Anderson Cowan as well. So hopefully I might even drag him in to do some stuff for the site. We'll see. He doesn't know this yet. He's probably swearing at me up and down, but who knows? Maybe he'll do some stuff. I want this to be kind of our, what is it, Bruce, sort of like our all-inclusive, all all media. How do you envision it? You're, 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 the, you're actually, your words are better. You're the most eloquent no, out of all four of us. Put me on the spot. You're, like you're, the, you're, you're the speaker. You're the, you're the it's elocutioner. Our, it's going to be our archive, our, our go-to. To one, one spot to go and find all your film needs. There you oh, go. Very good. Isn't it true, Bruce Perky? Air Combs is, is do, you, do you see Bruce Perky as our, if, it, if this was the MCU, he would be called the elocutioner. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? The elocutioner, because he can elocute very well. If this was MCU, Bruce would be Blade 2. Blade. Of all the MCUs. Oh, that's a very good compliment. Do you, do you like the Blade 2 compliment? Bruce, what do you I'll, think? I'll take it. Yeah, it's okay. better than. I don't know. Some okay. Other <laughs> I don't know, Bruce. You know, just knowing you after all these years, I I would put you in a like a Venom Carnage level. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm kidding. I, I love. By the way, I love Venom. Love that. No, Morbius. No. Morbius. You Morbius <laughs> curiosity about me. I guess in in our in our world regarding uh, MCU, Morbius for for us is less lesbious. We we don't like we don't like Morbius. But you know what? Actually, I'm the MCU guy. I am. I know. Can you believe how I come out like that? But you know what? Bruce and Eric and Anderson, they're not the biggest MCU people or DCU people. I'm the Homer. I'm the Homer. It's a good thing. Here's the good news on May 6th. No DCU, MCU stuff. Let's talk about some recommendations this week. Eric Holmes, you start off. What should people see this week? Or what are you excited for people to see? Maybe you should uh, flag some movies down. Okay. Well, one is a documentary called Our Father, Our Father. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll just read the thing on IMDb. Uh, After a woman's at-home DNA test reveals multiple half-siblings, she discovers a shocking scheme involving donor sperm and a popular fertility doctor. Uh, so I watched the trailer for this. Essentially, it's a bunch of people find out that the, the fertility doctor was using his own uh, his own sperm, See? I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. to uh, impregnate women. So they find out. Oh wow, we're all <laughs> we're all half brothers and. Um, with it, it seemed like a it seemed like a really good uh seemed like a really good premise for a documentary, and I hope it goes uh hope it goes deep. It seems like it will, um, because they had uh, certain people talking about like uh oh you know all this time uh you know uh we thought that uh my husband was the father, and come to find out it's the it's the fertility doctor. Uh, other people are like uh. 
oh, I had to go back and look at all the names and make sure I didn't have sex with uh, certain people that may or may not be my brothers or sisters. So this seems like it could be really, uh, really interesting. And the other one is... A, it doesn't uh, seem like a family comedy. I actually... Look, no, I it's, about- no, it's totally a family comedy. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a comedy of errors. And yeah. It's literally about family. Instead oh. of yours, mine, and ours, the, the movie's called Mine, Mine, and Mine. The movie's, yeah. the documentary's called Our Father. It hits Netflix. Bruce and Eric, quick shot. I actually opened the email for the first time. By the way, as the, the running joke, the, actually the running truism, I have about 110,000 unopened emails on my Gmail. I just opened up the Our Father request. Do you guys want a screening link for yes. Our Father? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. You don't have to impregnate me with that comment. Okay, Bruce, what do you think? Our father, are you are, are you an, are you on board for our, our father? Are you ready to get impregnated by this documentary? <laughs> so you put it that way, I mean, sure. <laughs> sure, like, okay. Rick, this is a family program. This, uh, uh, I know. Oh yes, yeah, I'm sorry. Dirty, that, it's dirty, it, dirty, it's not dirty. Yeah, but remember, we're gonna do we're gonna cover our father and demoncy next week. Uh, but how about that for double feature on next week on Find Your Film? Yes, Eric Collins. Yes, sir. The the second one I wanted to bring up real quick. I don't have a lot to say about it, and I hate to bring up a music doc on uh, Anderson's mm. uh, cinematics here, um, yes. but there is uh, this much I know to be true. Uh, looks like it's about Nick Cave, and it doesn't look like a music doc. Music doc. It looks like one of those where it's a uh, them playing music. Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Demi did Heart of Gold with Neil Young. It looks like one of those. Uh, Martin Scorsese did. Uh, the Bob uh, was, stuff and George Harrison. Yeah, the Rolling Stone. It, yeah. it looks like Last it might Waltz. be one of those. Okay. Uh, it, look, it looks like it's shot very well. And it's directed by Andrew Dominic, who obviously did Chopper and the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yes. And Killing Them Softly, which I've been trying to watch for the last 10 years, but every time I buy a DVD or a Blu-ray, it never works in any of my players. I've that that's movie like movie. four times. Unbelievable. Okay. Okay, maybe it's a Blu-ray itself that's defective. That's weird. Um, I, I, I bought like four of them. One of these days, I, I'll get that movie to work and I will see it. But I, as of now, I haven't yet. But I mean, Andrew Dominic's pretty good. And so if anyone can make a music doc work, I'm sure it's him. Yes, Andrew Dominic, a very interesting uh, tour. And that is, again, this much I know to be true from Andrew Dominic. That comes out May 11th. Bruce, what you got? As far as May 6th, anything this week? I do. And I think we all will agree that uh, if you can and you can get to a theater, which I don't know if it's going to be very many theaters to start with, um, try to get out and see Hit the Road um, by Panah Panahi. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an Iranian film about a family, a mother, a father, and their two children. One is adult. One is probably about eight, seven years old. And they are on a road trip. Um, it might sound like Little Miss Sunshine in Iran, maybe. And it's, I guess it's got a little bit of that. I mean, that's as far pretty as fair. I, yeah, actually, that's not a bad way to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's just say that um, it's got humor. It's got heart. It never fails to surprise and be interesting. And I feel like people really need to go out and search this movie out. And I think we all wholeheartedly agree. This is an amazingly good movie. This is a very, very good movie. All, yes. all three of us really gave it some really good reviews. It's very, it's very funny. It's heartrending. It's it, there's heartbreaking stuff in it, but it just really, Eric, you think it's a really good blend of just a little bit of heartbreak and comedy and drama. You think it's a really good blend of all those genres. 
yeah the the heartbreak is uh doesn't really come till towards the end but the uh the family is charming as hell and i i don't know how you can watch this movie and just not fall in love with all the characters and not in a sappy way but in like a wow i really want to hang out with these characters because uh they have they, they have pretty uh dark sense of humor sometimes and i appreciate it and that kid is so adorable the music scenes the singing scenes are great there and, are music scenes. We didn't mention that. Yes. Music scenes. And they are sometimes slightly fantastical or slightly unreal, but they somehow work in a very grounded movie. Also, it, on a cinephile level, listeners, if you're into how shots are framed and composed, if you the compositions of shots in a movie turn you on as a cinephile or as a writer, you want to create a road movie. You, you want to actually write a road movie or something like that? How does it work? The inner workings of that? Go watch Hit the Road on an educational level. This will You will get some learning in regarding some really good education regarding Hit the Road on that level. And, but more importantly, it's a very entertaining film. That is a good recommendation for the week of May 6th. I think we are done. There's one more movie that we want to cover as far as a recommendation. I believe this movie is happening. Eric Holmes, what, why should our cinematic listeners give happening a shot or maybe check it out if it's playing in their local theater. I don't know, Greg, what's happening right now. I believe it's a <laughs> yes. certain abortion rules are being overturned and this movie could not have come at a more perfect time. Um, uh, as we mentioned on finder film, this uh, movie, it, it's not uh what would you say, Bruce? Um, it's not preachy. It's just yeah. kind of, it, it shows you the character and what the character is going through. And you get to live with that character and see all the things they do wrong, see all the things they do right, see all the ways they get gaslit, see all the ways they get um, kind of uh, mentally, you know, uh, mentally messed with. I'm trying not to cuss. <laughs> right. But, You're uh, trying not to cuss. Yeah. Uh, mentally. Uh, messed up by their peers um some yeah. who know what they're going through others who don't know what they're going through and i think a very important part of this movie is personal privacy sometimes you need it and sometimes you don't need to explain why you need it just you do happening is set in 1960s france in specifically the year 1963 it is co-written and directed by audrey dewan and it is starring anna maria Bartolome. I don't know if I pronounced her last name correct, but you're going to know this woman pretty soon down the road, hopefully, if you're a huge cinephile like all three of us. She is fantastic at this movie. Absolutely loved her performance in this film. Obviously, with the situation this week and ongoing with Roe v. Wade, this movie is prescient because of what's going on right now. But as a movie itself, it stands on its own as a very, really insular and interesting look at a woman's journey regarding her pregnancy in 1963 France. Final words, final thoughts regarding happening from you, Bruce Perky. Um, I can't say much more than what you said other than to say sometimes movies are cinematically impactful and important to you. And sometimes movies are important to the larger world and society. And sometimes movies are both. And I think this is both. So you should watch this movie. And once again, its effectiveness is all about a very personal focused view of one single flawed regular everyday person dealing with a situation it's not sensationalized it's just 
very intimate. Yeah, very intimate drama happening. Again, find it if it is available in your local theaters this Friday, May 6th. And then it's, oh, I forgot to mention this on our Find Your Film podcast. I should have mentioned this. Shame on me, Cinematics listeners. Happening, if you don't see it this Friday on May 6th in your theater, you can actually check it out on demand everywhere you rent movies June 21st. So maybe in June, this movie will come up again and we'll be talking about this in our cinematics and find your film universe and findyourfilms.com or andersoncow.com. A lot, a lot. This movie will be talked about. We will make sure this movie does not die. Now, the week of May 13th, this is our final week on cinematics. And this is what I want to do every week. The great thing about find your film and now the first two weeks of cinematics is I have two friends named Bruce Perky and Eric Combs. So then I said to myself, well, May 6th, I actually had to talk about movies this week because I had to watch a couple of movies this week. May 13th is, to me, it's like 500 years away. Let me let Eric Holmes and Bruce Perky do all the heavy lifting and let, let these let these palookas pick their recommendations palookas. for for me. Palookas, you're a palooka, you know what? You know, you know, Eric, you're a palooka, especially the way you do that, the whole Adam Sandler impersonation. I, I didn't appreciate that. But anyways, I don't ha- I have no recommendations for, for May 13th. Bruce is giving me the evil stink eye. But I'm sure, Bruce, you have, do you have, I like that. Bruce, do you have a recommendation or two regarding the week of May 13th? Well, I would have a couple, but I think one of them is going to get mentioned by Eric, and he's actually seen part of it as well. Although, yeah, I don't think we get to talk about it. We cannot talk about pleasure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And remember, well, no talk about pleasure, Eric Holmes. This is a family. Okay. Yeah, we're not, that's it. We're, we're, you just cut that, Eric. Just show it all to Just us. show it all. Just show it all. Eric. But there, yeah, we, we are embargoed from, from actually giving reactions to pleasure. But actually, I think Eric can say a couple of things about pleasure. But we, but before we get to pleasure, not the actual thought or feeling, we, we get to the movie of pleasure. Or will we? Or will we? What do you got for us, Bruce, as this far as your program? Family. Um, I have a movie called The Innocents. Um, I think it's from Sweden. And uh, this came across my radar a few months ago. So I think it might have had a European release early or maybe uh, went to some festivals. I'm not sure which, but one or the other if not both. Um, and I'd heard that was kind of unusual and possibly a horror movie and possibly disturbing. And I wasn't sure. Um, basic idea is that you have four young children living in this large apartment complex in Sweden, two sisters, and then another girl and another boy who are not related to them, but they all end up knowing each other in this apartment complex. And you know how some kids like to pull the wings off flies or things like that? They just sit and look at something like, what would happen if I took a magnifying glass and burned this ant? There may be one of one or two of those four children might kind of fall into that category. But what if some of those children had something unusual about them above and beyond just being normal kids? Oh, interesting. That's interesting. I like that. Okay. I could describe a couple scenes that happened in the first half hour of this movie that made me go like, oh, hell no, this movie's pissing me off. I'll just leave it at that. There, okay. It goes places. Uh, this is a movie that kind of fits into some categories you've seen before, but it also is kind of unlike anything I've quite seen before. So I think it's interesting. It's going to be interesting discussion. It might hate it, might love it. We'll see. The director is Eskil Watt, I believe, mm-hmm. that's a, and he is known as the Academy Award-nominated writer for The Worst Person in the World. So there is a lot of 
there is a lot of reputation with this movie, a lot of really, you know, some, some talent behind the innocence from IFC Midnight. Sorry, Bruce. I jumped yeah, in. It's a, I'm just going to say it's, it's, this movie is going to get talked about for sure. Okay. Yeah. This is a May 13th release. And it's very interesting. Bruce has not mentioned whether he is enjoying this movie or not. We can well, you just t- take a listen to our Find Your Film episode next week and hear Bruce's final reaction on The Innocence on May 13th. Anyways, Eric, what do you have for May 13th? You had the Our Father. You have uh, No, no. You had This Much I Know to Be True and Our Father. Is that it for you for, for May 13th? Uh, that, that was for May 11th. So May 13th, oh, we have... A movie uh, directed by Keith Thomas, who did a movie called The Vigil. Now, I didn't like The Vigil that much, but I, that was more of a movie I appreciated more than I liked. And But I was still very curious to see what this person does next. And apparently, the next thing he's doing is a remake of Firestarter. And, you know, I, I like the original with uh, Drew Barrymore. And I'm curious to see what this one is. Um, yeah, I didn't love The Vigil. I think a lot of people will. Um, but I'm just, th- this is more of a, uh, that first movie didn't work for me, but I'm really curious to see, uh, what they do next. So we'll see what, what's there. Uh, but you the might, you one, might wait, sorry. You might pay good oh. money to go see Firestarter. And also it stars Zach Efron, the buddy that we all, we, Oh yeah. From gold, from gold, uh, great in gold. Yeah. He was great. And dude, if I you haven't watched gold, if you're yes. listening to this, you haven't seen gold, watch gold. Okay, again, barrier to entry. It is a certain trope thing. It's it's a it's a guy. It's a lot of it is it's a one man show with Zac Efron stranded in the desert, and there's a lot of stuff post apocalyptic stuff there. There are different characters, but it's one of these movies that if you like that kind of movie, it's right for you. Yeah. Like right, yeah. right, Bruce. Yeah. Like barrier to yeah. entry. If you don't like good movies, you will yeah. hate gold. <laughs> okay, yeah. underrated film. Yes, Bruce. I was saying, I remember I described it as if you took the world of Mad Max and just took one tiny little corner of it and made that your movie. That's very kind good. of what it is. Yeah. Yes, yes. Just based on the very good will we have for Zac Efron and Gold, who knows? Maybe we might see Firestarter when it comes out May 13th. As we're speaking right now, even though there is there is a little bit of an embargo, I think Eric Holmes is going to skirt and dance around this movie called Pleasure. What are you legally allowed to say about this movie right now, Eric Holmes? Um, actually, I think it, I don't think there's a like hard embargo. They just say, don't talk about, you know, save it till, and, and we will talk about it next week uh, for sure on Finder Film. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Greg, if you and Anderson talked about this on the next cinematics, because this movie is really, called is Pleasure. Movie? Oh, this movie is called Pleasure. Okay. Well, yes. It's uh, written and directed by Ninja Thyberg. And um, wait, and can you tell our listeners why did you like this movie right right off the bat? Do you so remember? So I'm not done with this movie. I I was watching this movie before we were recording, and so I got probably about another 20 minutes left to go. No, it's, you automatically liked it because you told me on our on our message. Oh yeah, because the uh, the the director's name her her name is Ninja. <laughs> so if your name is Ninja, right? obviously it's going to be good. Yeah, your your name, listeners, either if your name is Ninja, Show, S-H-O, or Kasugi, you're already yes. in like Flynn with Eric Holmes. If your <laughs> so. name is uh, Show, Kasugi, Scott, Adkins. Adkins. Uh, <laughs> those are good things. Uh, Michael good or Dudikoff, I already love you. Uh, <laughs> very, very cool. Um, this... Uh, <laughs> Like I, I can't really say much about the movie just yet because I'm not done with it. But so far, th- this feels like a very sex-positive movie. This is a 
a woman that wants to become a porn star. She doesn't fall into it through nefarious reasons like, oh, I, I wanted right. to be an actress and, oh, I accidentally fell into the stark world. This is this is her ambition. This is what she wants to do. She wants to be the best porn star ever. Um, so far, it's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of Boogie Nights flavor to it uh, in so much that when I first saw Boogie Nights, I did not see Boogie Nights. The first time I watched it, that was not a comedy to me. I was like, oh, wow, this is a deep drama about the ins and outs of porn. Um, and then it wasn't until I saw Boogie Nights about around the 25th time I've seen it. I was like, oh, this is straight up comedy. <laughs> this movie's great. Uh, Pleasure so far kind of has that mm. a little bit. There, There's some funny parts in there, but I think that this is going to get better. I'm already reviewing it. Uh, ple- no, you're not pleasure. reviewing it. You're, you're giving ple- some... Pleasure is quite a pleasure. And uh, check out Ninja Thyberg's, uh movie uh, when it comes out. Okay. It might be good. It might be bad. I don't know. Maybe the movie's piece of poo. Piece, piece of you never know. You never know. Um, I, 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 I would not dare uh, review this movie. So I thank you, Eric. Whether it's good or not. But, thank uh, you, Eric. Check it yes. Out. Yes. You say, and and the folks, the folks at Neon, thank you for your lack of a review. That means we're still on the hook for more screener screener links for <laughs> Neon. We will not be persona non grata regarding your no review of pleasure. Actually. I actually, because sometimes I get real excited. I, you've seen what was it? Were the of mice and men? You know, sometimes there's a movie that I like so much, and I just want to talk about it and talk about it. And then and you want to squeeze a puppy, much, and some people watch it and they're like, right. "This movie sucks." I'm like, "Guy just killed the rabbit." <laughs> um, pleasure sucks. Skip it. It's it's the worst movie you've ever seen. Uh, but that's what I'm gonna say now because I don't want you to. I don't want to overhype it. He doesn't want to overhype it. Okay. So there's a, there's a lot of conflicting emotions regarding Eric Holmes's reactions to play, non-reactions to pleasure. Again, we love Neon. We are going to be talking, but I'm not going to review it at all. No, 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 Eric is not going to review it. I'll review it next week when we're allowed to, I'm not going to say one thing about this movie, whether I like it or not. We, okay. Very, very, thank you, Eric Holmes in full measure. We will review pleasure next week on the find your film podcast. And hopefully Anderson Cowan will get a link as well. It's in theaters in New York and LA May 13th, and it expands to wider markets on May 20th. So there's going to be a lot of talk regarding pleasure as well. Oh, Eric Holmes, should I get Anderson a link for pleasure as well? Should I do that? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, well, no, because it's, I mean, no? I can't review it, but it's not the good. I, I don't think he'll you like think, it. But oh, I mean, because... if, if you have to and, and he's into it, maybe, maybe, Bruce, Bruce, should maybe we get... he'll get something out of it. We'll see. Should we give Anderson a link to to pleasure or or should we punish him for not crying and absolutely loving Petite Maman? Do we give him the punishment? Anderson, we will not let you watch pleasure. I think you only get him French movies now, maybe. <laughs> or hit the road. Get him hit oh. the road. Without the subtitles. <laughs> without, without subtitles. Okay, so that's it. We have a whole bunch of recommendations this week. This is for our, our latest cinematics episode. Anderson and I, we're gonna be I'm gonna see Anderson next week. We're gonna be doing our, our monthly Patreon episode. We are we're gonna be doing a review of the year 1985. So that's gonna be really yeah, so that that's gonna be good. Are you excited about you got the oh, you got the movies for 1985 yet? Or yes, and for our Patreon supporters which includes bruce perky and eric holmes thank you guys for this his choice is this movie called reanimator oh, 1985 which nice. of course i've heard that i was 14 when i saw it changed my life forever jeffrey combs and barbara crampton 
And also, my choice is a movie that I think Bruce Perky has heard of. It's a 1985 film starring John Voight called Runaway Train. So that that is going to be my choice. Yes. Don't do that with music lights. Yeah. And there, Bruce Perky, by the way, cinematic listeners, he's showing the poster of Runaway Train that he has, meaning, uh-oh, uh-oh, Bruce just lost the, don't worry, Bruce, he lost the video. Listeners, Runaway Train, again, John Voight. In the, and Rebecca De Mornay, that's from 1985. That's our Patreon pick, my pick. And then and Anderson's pick is a reanimator directed by the late, great Stuart Gordon. Yes, Eric Holmes. Speaking, speaking of Patreon, uh, yes, if you're sir. a Patreon, on, actually, if you're listening to this, you probably mm-hmm. listen to, to, you probably listen to Finder, uh, the film vault. The, the film, film vault. vault. Yeah. You disaster. probably listen to TFE, the film vault. Yes. So you Taylor probably Bruce. already know this, but just in case you don't, uh, I guess Anderson and Brian on the ten dollar tier. If you're a ten dollar Patreon, uh, patron, whatever the word is, yeah, yeah, patron for Patreon. Um, they're gonna start doing uh live watches of horror movies, which is really, really cool. exciting to me because Anderson and Brian are not real horror guys. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, let's see, they got Midnight Meat Train, which uh, the last I checked is dead last. Um, they also have the Green Inferno, which is second place um which they're gonna hate that i hope that doesn't like i I like green inferno they're absolutely gonna hate it and then uh the winner looks like it might be the hills have eyes Mm. and i think it's original but i'm not sure but anyway if you're not a you know what if you're listening to this you're probably a patron of uh the film world i imagine yeah but check out that ten dollar tier because i am looking so forward to that Wow, look, $10 to the Film Vault, pay, uh, becoming a Patreon patron gets you po- possibly right now, just as we're speaking, a number one viewing, a showing, and a, a chance to actually see The Hills Have Eyes live screening with, uh, I guess, sort of virtual screening with Anderson Cowan and Brian Bishop. Should be interesting, The Hills Have Eyes. Very or, scary movie. I don't even want to think about it anymore. Or, 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 or become Stop a patron or become a patron and vote for Midnight Meet Train. So they got to watch that because that movie's freaking awesome. Oh, Midnight Me Train is friggin' awesome. Do you do you agree? Do you endorse a friggin' awesome re- rating regarding Midnight Me Train? Bruce Perky, I've never seen it myself, so I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. It's the best of the three, but if they watch Hills Have Eyes 2, you get to see a, a dog flashback. That There is that, so. Okay. Oh, and one more other thing. Well, you haven't brought up <laughs> the, the Patreon for Cinematics, because... You mm. never know if you're a $5 Patreon member of Cinematics, you might become a co-host on Cinematics. I mean, you know, hey, two of us did, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, That's the, a perk right there. The quote, that is all very good for good. And he, and he winked. Okay, you know what? Final <laughs> thoughts, not from Bruce Perky because he winked at me. I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable, right? No, I'm comfortable. I'm pretty open with my sexuality. I'm okay with that. Eric Holmes, you're going to pleasure. Ed- Yes, Eric Holmes. Final thoughts for this cinematics episode to our listeners. G- give us something profound and insightful and life life affirming. What do you, what do you got, buddy? Midnight Me Train is a really good movie, and you should watch it. And That's so all I end. got. And so we end with and that. also and also <laughs> pleasure. Yeah, you know, maybe check it out when it comes out. It might <laughs> not be that great, but you may, <laughs> maybe you want to check it out. Eric know. Holmes, stop it. Stop it. You're just turning this into the Pleasure Podcast. We miss you, Anderson Cowan. We'll see you very, very soon. And thank you guys so much for listening to us on this here cinematics. Any final thoughts, Bruce Perky? I was kidding. What Other than the, the wink, you got any? Very good, uh, I just have to correct you, Greg, 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 Greg. You make this the Pleasure Podcast. All right. That is it. <laughs> Take care, guys. Love you.